Liz Lamping here, PHRA's Executive Director. Welcome to P4, People, Purpose, Passion, Pittsburgh. P4 is brought to you by our members and sponsors, Latitude and the University of Pittsburgh Executive MBA Programs and Center for Executive Education. We appreciate their support and we will hear from them throughout the podcast, beginning with the University Especially of Pittsburgh in times Executive of MBA and Challenge, and America needs exceptional education. leaders to guide our healthcare institutions. The highly ranked executive MBA in healthcare at the Joseph M. Katz Graduate School of Business at the University of Pittsburgh is designed to empower and enable leaders to think critically, make informed decisions, and inspire confidence. Forge your path into healthcare innovation by visiting business.pit.edu slash EMBA healthcare. Greetings, everybody. My name is Ron Kubitz. I'm the Director of Recruitment at St. Barnabas Health System and also, certainly not least, a proud member of the Pittsburgh Human Resources Association, uh, active on the Board of Directors and also on multiple committees. And I am honored today to be your guest host for the podcast that Pete, who is also on here today, normally runs. So we'll welcome Pete here in a second. But this is a special PHRA conference keynote edition. And it's going to be the podcast, obviously, P4, People, Purpose, Passion, and Pittsburgh. So hopefully, unless you've been living under a rock, uh, which most of you shouldn't be, you should know that we do have our conference coming up. And this year, it's actually going to be the PHRA annual 75th anniversary conference. So it's going to be bigger and better this year. And we welcome and, and hope everybody's going to join us, whether in person uh, or virtually this year. Uh, this year's conference is entitled Facing the Future Together, and it will be held less than a month, September 26th and 27th at the Doubletree by Hilton in Cranberry, uh, which is, of course, out in Mars, PA. And it's very easy if you haven't already to sign up. Uh, you can go to uh, pittsburghhra.org, the PHRA website, and sign up. Uh, we have it all over LinkedIn and social media, so there are many different avenues for you to sign up and I know I myself and the other gentlemen that are on this podcast today certainly hope to see you there. So today's special keynote podcast will be the first of two podcasts where we are highlighting our keynotes. And we are starting off today with our opening keynote presenters for the uh, first day of the event. And the title I'll give at first, the title of the keynote is going to be WTF. No, that's not what you think it is. Uh, it stands for Winning the Fight for the workplace of the future, new rules and tools for the new world of work. And we are honored today to have on this conversation, uh, Dave Baker, who's the Managing Director and CEO of Human Capital Advisors. John Poutier, who's the President of Redline Performance Management. And as I had mentioned earlier, Pete Schramm, the Founder and CEO of Latitude. And I'm very excited about this keynote because I've heard all of these gentlemen before. They do an excellent job. So this is going to be an exciting way to kick off the conference. So we'll start with alphabetical order. We'll start with you, Dave, if you want to just give a, maybe a brief introduction of yourself and uh, some of the highlights uh, uh, for the keynote. Well, thank you very much for having me here today, Ron. Uh, we're pretty excited about this opportunity. So uh, as you mentioned, uh, I run a firm called Human Capital Advisors. We specialize in executive search, uh, human resource consulting, and training and development. And uh, 
one of the one of the wonderful things that happened uh, about a year and a half ago is Pete came to John and I and said, I've got this really neat idea about trying to do some innovative things that will really impact uh, change in the world of, of human resources and human capital. And uh, so we started brainstorming a, a, about those uh, those ideas. And we came up with this idea to create uh, a new book uh, that is basically WTF, the workplace of the future. And so we've done a significant amount of- missing something. Could you try that again? And so yeah, as my watch talks to me, excuse me. So, <laughs> so the- uh, Interesting question. <laughs> Sorry, folks, <laughs> but but uh, Pete came up with this this really great idea, and so we've been brainstorming a number of different things, and we've actually written most of this new innovative book for with a whole set of tools that that uh, we want to make sure that the world is aware of on how to face some of the major challenges that exist out there, and and really making a a huge difference with the, the new challenges that face us managing people going forward. Well, great. And just real quick, just uh, when are we looking, hopefully, to expect to see the book? Uh, well, uh, we're we're about three quarters of the way done with writing it. Uh, right now, we're looking, we've got a, a publishing agent that's, that's actually helping us get a publisher. And uh, so that's, uh, we're pretty far down the road right now. Uh, hopefully, that'll happen here shortly. We don't, we don't have a final deadline yet. But, uh, you know, the book itself is almost complete. Well, great. And we would look forward to that. Uh, John, how about telling a little bit about yourself? Well, I am one of the seasoned citizens here, along with Dave. And and uh, Pete's the bright young face, the new face for HR and the world of work. Uh, ironically, Dave and I go back to the days when he was the first HR director at WQED with Mr. Rogers and all the other award-winning programs they had there. And I was brought in to do the strategic planning retreat for WQED. And we have been back and forth in parallel in our careers for a long, long time. Uh, so we we come from the traditional HR background, but we've tried to keep fresh. And when we found Pete, Pete keeps us young and uh, engaged. And uh, ironically, the more things change, the more they remain the same. We have a lot of acronyms from the OFCCP to the EEOC to OSHA to ERISA from our days. And now we have LGBTQ, a DEI. And, and what has transpired in the recent years, and in addition to COVID, was a perfect storm for changing the world of work. And Dave and I are 100% on board with many of the changes that are on the horizon that are not even an option now in terms of telework, work from anywhere, uh, and all the, the new flexibilities that are being introduced in the workplace and inclusion. And these are things that I think we should have done before uh, if we could. And I, it kind of forced us to show the world of HR that it doesn't have to be the way it's always been. Uh, so that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Well, great. And uh, certainly look forward again to the presentation. And certainly uh, next up is uh, Pete, last but not least. And I would concur. Uh, you talk about enthusiasm. I, I wish some of my uh, children had the enthusiasm and the drive uh, that, that Pete has. So Pete, uh, uh, for those that aren't aware, uh, you want to share a little bit about your story as well? 
Yeah, and I got to brag about John for a second. He forgot to tell you what Redline Performance Management is, right? Management consulting boutique shop based out of Western Pennsylvania that provides strategic uh, and operational support uh, for organizations across the country. Uh, so he co-leads that. So I'll pay you later, Pete. It's a great website that he has. Let me tell you that too. (laughs) So, hey, everybody, Pete Schramm, born and raised in Butler on a farm. Uh, Most of you have heard that part of the story. What you may not have heard is that the first time I left the country was uh, in 2013 to go study in Hong Kong, and I got to play basketball there. I uh, got to jump off of cliffs. I went to North Korea, and so that's a fun little uh, fun fact from me. Uh, You know, keep things interesting all the time. I run Latitude, which is employee connection survey and retention software. It's all about building your personal board of advisors. And if you want to learn more about what we do, come say hi at the conference. And I'd ask you this one question. What actions has your organization taken since your last employee engagement survey? Depending what the answer is, uh, we can go a lot of different ways with that. But the, the book WTF really came from me immersing myself in this HR and people space and some of my first leaders actually gave me the, uh, they, they thought it was tutelage or guidance of whenever you get into a leadership role yourself, Pete, fire HR, get rid of everybody. And I'm like, oh, gosh, I've, what's wrong with HR? And over the next few years, I learned that HR is the bad guy, you know, and, and whenever they're in the room, <laughs> it means you're in trouble. And then a big lightning bolt moment came whenever I took a class from, with Beth Davis who then later introduced me to PHRA. So Liz Liz is probably still thanking uh, Beth for <laughs> bringing all that craziness and chaos. Um, but what I learned there was the purpose of good HR is to align our interests and strengths and talents of individuals to the needs of the organization as they change. And I'm like, whoa, I got to give me some of that good HR. Where's that been hiding? And so over time, you know, still learning, growing, developing, you see over Dave's left shoulder, there's a book there called the HR Kit. So literally, I was Googling books to read if I want to learn about HR. And I guess there was something with the search engine optimization happening on my Google and Amazon, whatever, that it said, hey, Pete, buy this book. So I, I, I read it. And I'm like, oh, this makes a lot of sense. But it's like almost 20 years old. And there's some things that have changed. So I literally have my copy over here. And there's notes. And I showed it to these guys in January of 2022. Right? I, I googled their names. I'm like, son of a gun. They're in Western PA. Who would have thought? And I send them both emails. I'm like, hey, would you guys be up for grabbing breakfast? Like, I'll, I'll pay for it. Don't worry. I have a couple of ideas to run by you. And they saw my pages and pages and pages of notes. And I put an email together that I was going to send right afterwards. And they're like, okay, maybe perhaps sort of possibly you're on to something here. <laughs> we'll think about potentially giving this a shot. But we don't want to do a whole lot of the work because, you know, writing a book's a lot. And I'm like, okay. And I've learned so much from both Dave and John, that personally, professionally. And so this is an amazing opportunity to continue growing and developing as well as with the whole PHRA community. But I owe a lot of thanks to John and Dave for continuing to teach me and educate me as we go through the development of this book journey. And I'm That's not great. much anyone any more teachable than you are, Pete. You are a sponge. And uh, you're, you're a joy to be with and around. To say the least. Absolutely.
<laughs> and now I think everybody uh, can see why this is going to be a great uh, grouping here for the keynote, because uh, not only do they get along well personally and professionally, but they're going to make a great uh, team uh, no matter what they do. And, uh, you know, Pete, to your point, I agree. You talk about the HR kid and my philosophy, at least, because I'm kind of old school as well. Uh, you know, uh, HR teachings, HR philosophies, uh, the ones that have stood the, the test of time, I, I think they'll always be here because things change, but then a lot of things don't change as well. So just because something might have been written 20 years ago, if it was on par then, it's going to be on par now uh, as well. So, um, and, and to Pete's point, one other thing I want to mention that this is obviously going to be a great way to kick off the conference. It's going to be a great keynote presentation. But as Pete alluded to, all of these gentlemen, because I know from personal experience, are accessible. So they're going to have a great keynote. They're all going to be there if you want to come up and talk to them, ask them questions, find out about their books, find out about what they do. Uh, they'll take time. They'll make time for anybody. So make sure you, you take some time to chat with them, you know, during the conference or after the presentation as well. So, um, so Pete, we'll go in reverse order this time because you've already actually, you know, answered some of this. The one question I did want to cover today, you know, on this um, little podcast was, you know, what do you gentlemen feel was maybe one of the best ways that, you know, HR can drive change within their companies and their workforce? I know you alluded to a little bit, Pete. Maybe elaborate that on for, on that for about a minute or two. Yeah, one thing, we'll start off, keep it simple. Do what you say, say what you do. If we're going to, you know, incorporate this new initiative, we're going to implement a new program, a new technology, a new tool. Let's make sure that we're clear about why we're doing this from the start. We're going to share progress and updates over time. We're going to listen to the people and be inclusive, right? As, as applicable and as possible of their feedback, but it's not a one and done. We are on high and you shall just do this, do this, do this without any iteration involved in the process. So continue to say, hey, this is why we did it in the start and how are we doing against that why, right? Um, I think that's the biggest thing. So I'd say number one on the list, Ron, is you know do what you say, say what you do. I, I couldn't agree with you more. That's great. Uh, John, uh, obviously, uh, a lot of great experience on the HR side. You know, where do you see as a way that HR can really make a difference uh, you know, in a company and on their workforce? Well, I believe that HR should be a catalyst for change, not a barrier to change. And many times I think we have been viewed as a barrier because, oh, no, can't do that. No, shouldn't do that. Uh, and we tend to put up barriers. And I think we need to become more partners in profitability and productivity and if we want to get the attention of the people who make the financial decisions in organizations, we have to show an ROI for what we're proposing. It's not just feel-good programs. Uh, in fact, I don't even like the word programs. It should be a mindset. And we talk a lot about culture development and culture change. And, and I know that's a buzzword in, in the world of HR. But to me, the culture is what drives everything else because your decision-making is rooted in your culture and your values. And you don't need a program of the month. You just need to continue, uh, you know, if you have strong values, decision-making is much easier. Uh, and I really believe that HR needs to get behind that. Yeah, I would agree. And and, and, and to echo your statement there, ROI is definitely important. Uh, you know, if you can show that, I mean, sadly, in today's world and economy, when things go south a little bit, uh, one of the first divisions they usually look at is HR. Uh, but again, if you can provide that ROI, uh, you shouldn't need to worry about uh, your future, you know, at your company. Uh, Dave, your thoughts? Yeah, well, uh, let me plant a seed here for uh, for everybody who's kind of tuning into this. Uh, we're going to reveal a couple of pretty interesting facts when we get together here in, in a, a few weeks. 
Uh, but uh, there's a there's a specific reason as to why uh, the world has shifted as a result of the pandemic and some some particular elements that that are really pushing the envelope as far as why uh, the attraction, engagement, and retention of employees is so important uh, in, in the not only in the short term but for the foreseeable future. Uh, and so we're going to cover that in in significant detail here. And I would say that you know although there's a lot of various elements that that uh, drive uh, the the efforts that most people in the world of human resource really work on. It's really about how do you attract that highest quality talent? How do you keep them well engaged, right? It, 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 from a from a literally day to day basis, uh, and then what do you need to do in order to make sure that you retain them over the next you know several years, not next you know six months or or twelve months or eighteen months? You really yeah. want to try and make sure you're retaining them for the long haul. Uh, turnover is very expensive and. Uh, we're going to be talking about that uh, in our presentation uh, to everybody here in a, in a few weeks. Great. And I certainly look forward to that, as I always look forward to hearing you speak. And again, um, these gentlemen have great HR minds. But even if you're in like myself, recruiting, you talk about turnover. I mean, anybody in HR, whether they're in recruitment, whether they're in you know employee engagement, workforce engagement, development, benefits, whatever, you're going to get a lot of good insights from these three gentlemen. So um, uh, a great trio to open up the uh, the conference. So again, that's going to be winning the fight for the workplace of the future, new rules and tools for the new world of work, and that's going to be the PHRA conference. And again, PittsburghHRA.org uh, to register if you haven't done so already. It's less than a month away, September 26th and 27th. Before we wrap this up, gentlemen, any final thoughts that you, uh, you would wish to share with the audience? Well, we yeah. want to make, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Pete. I think it's important that everybody realizes, although there's HR and human resources in the title of this association and this organization and this conference, that the concepts and principles are not just for HR leaders. These things are not just for human resource individuals. I grew up in program management and defense contracting and things very different than your day-to-day -day HR. And what I learned at the conference last year and the year before was fantastic. You know, sure, it does apply to human capital and the human experience. But anybody that's listening this far into this session, really think about who are one or two other leaders inside your organization that you can bring to this educational, information-packed, top-notch networking two days. And that's a big plug for the fact that this is more than HR. And great leaders understand HR, and we all play a part in the success of people and the processes that go along with that. Great point, thank you. John, did you want to wish to add something? Yeah, just to piggyback on what Pete just said, that one of our universal truths in the book is that every manager must be an HR manager. You can't relegate or delegate morale or motivation to HR. That has to come from every manager. And the, the number one pe reason people leave an organization is a bad boss usually, or bad blood, or just doesn't isn't fun to work here. Uh, so, Going back to what Pete said, this conference, all, all PHRA conferences, I think, should be open to all managers and future leaders because you can't be an HR leader without being, you know, uh, a manager as well. 
Yeah, I, I, and I, I couldn't uh, agree more with, with uh, both Pete and John. You know, uh, most of my time these days is spent uh, in the offices of CEOs and chairmen, uh, chairman of the board for organizations. And I can tell you that uh, over the last couple of years, most of those individuals, these are not HR professionals. These are people who have either founded uh, or are running a very, very successful businesses, over, over a couple hundred of these individuals. And their primary focus, and every time I meet with them, is what can they do to improve their people care, the, you know, the, the people focus of their, their companies. And that's really what this, this uh, keynote is going to be about. It's about you know, uh, management at the top, at the executive level, and why you know, the focus on people is really, really so important. Well, I know this has gotten me very excited and I'm looking forward to the keynote and of course the conference as I do every year. So, you know, Dave Baker, uh, John Poutier, Pete Ram, thank you very much for your time. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing all of you in less than a month at the 75th uh, anniversary conference for the PHRA. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. People do matter. And at the end of the day, we cannot get any work done if we don't have the right people in place. Are your people connected? Latitude is the one-stop shop people connection software platform. Our software workshops and programming facilitate new employee onboarding, manager one-on-ones, stay interviews, mentorship programs, and peer networking to increase retention, engagement, satisfaction, productivity, profitability, and happiness. Imagine a technology that intersects your calendar with LinkedIn, Zoom, Google Docs, and your CRM. Contact Latitude today to schedule a conversation. The PHRA P4 podcast was created to help build HR readers through discussions with thought and business leaders on the most critical success factor of any business, its people. If you enjoy an episode, Please help us spread the word by subscribing to the podcast and providing us a rating. We would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode, tag PHRA, and share it with your followers. Until next time, thank you.